So, um, I am going to do a potty today about the power of words. <laughs> and yes, I can teach this subject because I am victim and I am victorious and I am past and future tense of that word, of, of this, um, let's say I'm going to decode this message for you. You know, in a way so sweet that it'll blow your mind. Okay, so that's why I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm authorized to speak on this matter. So, that said, this uh, potty is about the power of words. For instance, last night, my twin and I decided to go out and grab something to eat. And... It was such a gorgeous night that, you know, neither of us wanted to come home. I mean, it had been windy all day long at approximately like 76 to 78 degrees Fahrenheit all day with beautiful, lust, illustrious winds, you know. Just like nature is just sweet talking here. It was just such a bitchin' day yesterday. So that towards the evening, um, some big billowy accumulus clouds started uh, rolling in like thunder, and the they were being the wind was blowing those big big clouds so fast. It was amazing. And behind those clouds were the purest, whitest, fluffiest clouds you saw from behind the dark ones. It was just freaking an amazing kaleidoscope of um, nature's ultimate beauty. Anyways, um, we both didn't want to come home because it was on a waning moon, you know, and we wanted to just check it out. So I said, well, why don't we can go keep back in the car and eat our dinner. And then, you know, um, he's like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was cool. So we put some, some 80s music on. We got there, you know, eating our our dinner he treated me to a new restaurant and um so then you know dinner's done and we're still come having a conversation hold hold on let me sit my window here sorry just because you know i can't hear it doesn't mean you guys can hear it you know too so that was pretty rude of me i just can't close the door because i'm smoking in the house and that's one request that my husband always asks you know if you're going to smoke in here then try to provide adequate ventilation. And I think that's fair. I, I think that's totally fair. That's more than what um, I hoped for, and that's more than I was requesting, and <laughs> I'm appreciative. <laughs> and thought. Okay, so anyhow, my uh, twin and I were eating dinner on this dirt road, looking at the night lights, the stars, and the really bitchin' different color big clouds and um, the aircraft flying over and sounds of nature and then we would talk about different subjects and jokes and yada yada and then uh, so he comes to dessert and he just bought himself like these two they're like gummy gummy bears that's what the candy's made out of he bought like a peach a little tiny bag flavor and then he bought like an I can't remember the other one but anyways they were little circles right 
and he just tears one little bag open and he's just like shoving it down his throat. His, his head is looking up towards towards uh, the uh, the ceiling of my car, the roof. That's where that word is appropriate. The roof of my car. His his head is tilted facing up, and he's cramming this candy down right. And he's like, ah, and I was just like, um, thinking, you know, more power to you, you know, if that's what you like and that's what you want right now then I respect it, and I respect you, and I respect, you know, this whole situation, no matter what you do, you're my brother, and, uh, so he gobbles down one bag, and he's a man, he goes, I've never done that, at least out loud, or in front of anybody before, and I'm like, I didn't know, Jay, you're my freaking twin, like, I don't know how you are around shit, you know, (laughs) you know, so anyways, he's like, a short term later, oh, he's out, where's that other bag? And I'm all right here, right here. He's like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to take it, eat them all. I mean, I'm thinking, so what's the big deal, you know? And so then um, while we're sitting there talking, after, um, you know, we're kicking it. He just spurts out, um, out, out of the blue all of a sudden, I'm going to die tonight. <laughs> and that's exactly what I do. Because <laughs> I don't like to hear people talk like that, especially people that you love. And even people that you don't love, you should love more. Anyways, he's like, I'm going to die tonight. And I went, <laughs> And he's all, because of all the, you know, all this candy that I just ate. He goes, he's all, I never eat that much candy. And I said, no, you're not. You're not going to die tonight. So, fast forward. We get home about an hour later or less. It felt like an hour because I was in hella pain. doings. That's what my grandpa used to say to his dog. <laughs> Tinky. <laughs> so, um, anyways, we get home, and, um, I go to my room, and I'm just, like, setting up to do a party or do some research info on, you know, you know, issues and subject and subjects and objects and matters that matters that are fascinating to me right now at the point. And um, I hear my brother getting mad at something he's doing. And, I, you know, he says a lot when he gets mad or when he feels mistreated or ill-treated or falsely treated or lied to or um, or he doesn't get his way or he's just being, you know, a schmuck. He'll say, come on, bitch, while he's working on something <clears throat> or if something's not working for him. <clears throat> he says that so many times per day with so much angst, and he's like, he's threatening, come on, bitch, you know, I don't like to hear it myself, because, um, I mean, I know we vent when, when uh, things are frustrating to us once in a while, it's okay, but I mean, not on such a regular, constant uh, basis, with so much emphasis on the word bitch, like, he's really meaning it towards a, a female, so, anyways, about, <clears throat> like I said, an hour after we, we get home, I believe, well, another hour goes by. He starts itching his hands, and, and he's just like his shoulders are like crimped up, and they're they're totally like boxed up. And he's itching one palm, and then he switches to the other, and quickly, and then he's topping the uh, scratching the top of his hands on both ones, both hands. And he's all looking at me, and he's sitting down, and he he's just has this look of complete um, perplexity on his face, like he's completely, you know. Um, utterly confused as to why is this happening to him all of a sudden 
And I looked back at him like, oh, come on, you're just drama when you get sick, you know that. But then I thought it is a pretty odd and rare uh, condition for my brother to have, you know, because he's never, ever, you know, done this before. (laughs) He's pulled a lot of stunts, but not like this, you know, it was a brand new one at this age and stage. So I didn't think nothing of it. I just thought, you know, he's drama, whatever. I'm like, that sucks. And so then he was like making these noises and stuff. And I go, what's wrong from the other room? And he's just like, I can't stop. My hands won't stop itching. And um, so I go, I thought, uh, I'm just going to go check it out and see. Maybe there's like some cat hair I didn't pick up, you know, which is like all of the time. Or maybe there's like some dust I didn't do. That's all the time. And I'm thinking, I need to go to the dynamics of that area of the house that caused my brother this um, this uh, itching. You know, and show him, you know, in good faith and force that I'm going to, you know, right now in skin time, due diligence, clean up whatever touched my brother's skin and irritate him irritated him to the point to where he was really uncomfortable and didn't know how to explain it. I was thinking that that's the least I can do to try to comfort someone, you know? And so I go back in the living room and I'm standing over him. He's sitting down on the couch and, um, he's trying to show me that his hands are red, but I couldn't see because the lighting in our living room freaking sucks. You know, I mean, a birthday candle could probably light up the entire LA Coliseum better than the lights in my my house. <laughs> so, um, I go, well, here, I've got some cream that will help numb your hand. He puts it on, he starts freaking out even more, jumps up, and he's like really, really agitated now. And he's just going off and like, oh, why'd you give me that? And I just ignored it and walked away. And, and he was still going on and talking about it like another 30 minutes later. But it's getting more prominent and his voice is getting more deeper with, um, you know, kind of like um, he's getting more angst and um, upset verbally, vocally, emotionally. So then I just yelled, dude, just go take a shower then. If you don't know what the cause is, go take a long, hot shower and put some cologne on, make yourself calm down and and then see if that works and he didn't want to do that. So then I said, then go take a freaking bath, you know, to relax you. You need to calm yourself because whenever a situation like that occurs in your body, that something is acting up, that means that your body cannot cool down and even begin the process of healing and going back to the way it was until and unless your nerves and your mind and your heart and your breathing patterns are all calmed down. Nothing can start. And so he was just like, oh, uh, uh, I don't know. So long story short, he ended up breaking out with some massive hives, like red bumps in his skin swelled uh, like way above his natural um, uh, level of skin, right? I mean, it was like a huge, like beet red bubble on his back with um, tiny little, looks like a, pellet shots all over him but there were bumps right it was fucking crazy then I understood why my brother's suffering so bad because um his hands weren't even red but when I saw his back that was really scary you know it was uh it was maddening it was um disheartening it was unearthing it was it was creepy it sucked and 
there was really no just cause as to why my brother was suffering like that all of a sudden. Because my brothers never, ever, 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 ever had um, anything quite like that. Um, not that I can recollect. And I'm his twin sister. You know, he's had, um, you know, a couple serious surgeries, per se, but it had nothing to do with an onslaught of some type of an allergic reaction to something right there on the, on the moment, and especially when he's with me, you know, because, you know, when you care about somebody, you like to keep tabs, how they're breathing and acting and doing because what, because you love them. Right. And so I, you know, and, and plus being forced to be in close quarters with my twin right now, um, you know, you know, things about them that you don't want to know, <laughs> even at this age and stage in game of life. But, Anyways, it really isn't an unfortunate account to be close to your loved ones. It truly is, you know, the universe's gift to one. So, anyways, um, I was a little peeved, you know, at the fact that, that something like that gnarly got past my freaking nose, got past my face, got past my, you know, my hearth, my, my earth, my soul, you know, my mind's eye. I fucking was pissed because, you know... I'm an avid witch. That's cool. I know. I admit that freely. So for something of some type of a you know, negative, um, you know, curse or connection or something or someone or somewhere is trying to do my twin harm, you know, in the low shot, you know, below the belt type of way, I ain't having that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't having that shit. <laughs> For sure, and I'm not even joking, but that is... I had to laugh because I'm not joking. <laughs> For sure on that, man. So, I went and, um... I did some, uh, a mild form of meditation, and I went down the checklist. Anyhow, he was screaming in massive pain all freaking night long. There was nothing I could do for him. I couldn't comfort him. He refused to go to the ER, and... Uh, he was just getting worse. And you know what? You could hear him wearing himself out with exhaustion. The only reason the guy stopped screaming and, and massive, massive pain and crying is because he just was so fatigued and so freaking exhausted from that intense pain all night long. You know, I mean, just screaming and screaming and screaming constantly. So, um, I was wondering and worried that the neighbors would call, you know, the ambulance. Because I, you know, like 15 points, I told my, my brother, I said, okay, look, I'm going to call, I'm going to call 911. And every time he'd shoot me down, he'd be like, no, no, then start screaming in pain. So I had to go by that and respect, you know, of course, if he couldn't breathe and then for sure he has no choice, I would. But at one point he said he couldn't breathe and I yelled, you can't breathe. I mean, I was on it. I was going to call 911 that split second. And then I was going to run over to where he was at. And find a safe place to lay him down gently backwards, right? Um, but he's like, no, I can't breathe in here because of that, that stuff you're burning. Uh, incidentally, actually, <laughs> um, when I couldn't suffice or please or, you know, care or tend or heal or, you know, see, you know, seek good um, form of humanity for his um, inner sanctum of uh, despair when I couldn't do that then you know like I said I went down the checklist of um witchinisms which is what I call it in my dictionary witchinisms is to, okay that to me means a list in certain categories of all types of 
social behavior, public behavior, behavior, private behavior, psychological behavior, criminal behavior, you know, and atmospherical, if that is a word, behavior. I, I go down, that's called, that's what I call, nobody else out there does it. If you do, the dots call, I just made it up right now, I call witchinisms. So, uh, after I went down my witchinisms um, behavior list, I couldn't come to solid ground as to why this was happening. And I thought, well, I'm going to sit around, sit around and um, just take this shit lying down. Because uh, if this is a curse from somebody, somehow, some way, or some power, some ether, then shit's going down. It's not going to be had. I'm not going to have it. And it's got to be dealt with. And I'm going to face you. And I'm going to get it. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just like, it's like when we were bombed, the United States, were, when we were bombed on 9-11. We didn't think freaking twice. In fact, the thought of war was more that came out more pronounced from our hearts than a breath of oxygen, right? That's how um, adamant I was about, you know, going into massive um, detail about getting uh, to the root cause of what was distressing my twin. Because for one, I try to pride myself on being fair with everything, everyone, you know, all the time, no matter what, no matter what, <laughs> I'm putting my feet to the fire all the fucking time, I know, I, I, I don't care, it's like, people don't, you know, dig the way I cuss, I, I'm cool with that, you know, I don't dig the way they don't cuss, <laughs> so anyways, um, with me trying to be fair and honest with my own soul and not everybody else's, um, it's a really hard, um, genre to adhere and stick to maintain and focus and still come out feeling like you're of a quality of a person, right? <laughs> Cause it's just qualities like those, you know, those are called stickinisms. <laughs> they just kind of, you know, kind of stick to you in a form of a ism when, you know, you really don't want it at the least in the most amount of time, right? So, hold on, I gotta write this down. Wait, one. Isms, schisms, witchisms. All right, dictionary. Shaw, Ari, little chop. All right, I just have a just added two new two new words to my dictionary: witchinisms and stickinisms. <laughs> You know, the reason why I had that quirky laugh at the end is because I'm thinking, that sounds so lame, Jen. Nobody's going to want to know or care what it is. But then I just realized to myself, oh, fuck, yeah, they are, because these are the same listeners that have been listening to my potties since the beginning. In the beginning. <laughs> right? Wrong. Don't light your cigarette the wrong way. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't kill you. Yeah, man, people used to freaking make such a big freaking deals about that. How, did you guys ever get that where in your part of the world? I mean, I mean, okay, so this is the, I'm going to act out a scenario. I'm hanging out with like a group of my friends, right? Oh, hey, do you have a cigarette? Oh, thank you. 
pulled the cigarette out, right? Everybody's chatting, and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember And they're laughing, and somebody goes, here, would you like a light? Or, and then, then, then all of a sudden, the person holding the cigarettes are like, oh, no, I got a light. I got a light. Thank you, though. Oh, my God, I lit my cigarette the wrong way. Oh, my God, I just totally fucked up my cigarette. Oh, gross. Did you guys ever get that kind of, um, you know, attitude about cigarettes? I mean, God, the Californians acted as if, you know, they missed, like, the boat to the Christian rapture or something. It was fucking crazy. So finally one day, I was, like, hanging out with some friends, and they were making a big deal about lighting a cigarette backwards. And I said, say, so tell me, what's the, what's the point? Of, um, of, uh, you know, lighting your cigarette the back way. Why does everybody get so upset? Help me, make me understand that. You know, because what's, how, what, what is making everybody freak out? And this person was just like, oh, well, ew, it tastes so grody. So then I went home and I tried it that night. I lit my cigarette the wrong way and I was like, oh, there ain't nothing grody about this. You know what I'm saying? It just tastes like, in fact, it's, better than regular tobacco because it just tastes like a form of construction paper like the paper that little kids make um shapes and they cut out when they're like in kindergarten that kind of paper it's kind of thick and um bouncy but they're like really obnoxious colors ugly colors (laughs) anyways um what was i saying yeah and i did gaff if alice is here because she did need to come by okay um I don't even have a buzzer to do right now. Oh! <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Can you hear it? I have this, people. Ooh. <laughs> you big banana head. So, um... What was I telling you guys about? It was something really super cool. Oh, yeah! I lit the um, cigarette backwards to test that theory myself. And, yeah, like I said, it didn't... It tasted, you know, almost better because it didn't stink like cigarette smoke. It smelled like burnt matches or paper. So then the next um, occurrence that comes along that people are all, Ew, God, I lit my... I said, can you tell me why do people freak out about lighting a cigarette backwards? And I said, and don't tell me it's because it tastes weird or funny. Because I've done it and I've tried it and it's no big deal to be acting like that. So then they said, uh, oh, well, um, it just ruins your... It just ruins your whole, um, what did I say? Process of having a cigarette. So, I went home and I just thought, you know, out of random, I'm going to light a cigarette backwards and see if that ruins my pace. I did. Nothing was ruined. It just, like, took maybe a second or two seconds to correct and rectify the situation and move on. But the way these bastards were complaining about it, they just totally made it worse. Power of words, right? They were just... Sung, flung, and hung on that theory. You know? Oh, God, you let you see her. Oh, my God, are you okay? Do you want another cigarette? It's like, calm down. You know what? I believe, I truly believe, this is why society can't function behind closed doors. Because if they can't function properly, you know, without the alter ego, you know, being inflated and front and center, then how how are we as human beings, as individuals supposed to be able to function our own freaking methodical heart methods. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? 
And you can't even begin to go there. It's such a serious thing that we don't realize as society, as uh, humans, that it is what we say and believe. And don't you notice bad habits come along with with, uh, say first before the belief? If you are a true person of the believer of souls and magic and your mom or your bestie or the best thing in your life, if you are someone who can adhere to somebody who does good for you or in your life or is a good example, then hold them, hold them privy and hold them holy because they are few and far and rare to come by. They might seem corny to you or us or me at the time. Because I'll be honest, yeah, I'm real. But in the end, you're going to be so glad. You're going to be thanking Uncle Corny all the way to the bank. Right? Because you do, do you know actually what Corny is? It's a form of um, impudence. It's a form of, um, I guess, self-sacrifice, you know, at the you know, at the noble's point of view. In other words, you don't want to be in public caught dead looking like a dork or weak or, you know, loving, shy, anything like that. Those things are not bad. I repeat, the, the matters of the heart and of the human socializa- socialization on this planet have to all do with those things, the, those things that matter of thine hearts so what who cares if somebody thinks they're stupid we're gonna have that our entire lives you know whether you're you're big bad small skinny fatty puny strongy haughty you know it doesn't matter everybody is going to get haters that said we can now all move on together as a whole unit come on come on get with me can you feel it? Okay, so, anyways, <laughs> that whole that last long uh, philosophy lesson was all because I <laughs> I lit my cigarette backwards whilst I was talking to you guys, and I thought <laughs> at first I was gonna act like a, a twerp, a geek, a nerd, you know, as, you know, somebody with the lesser of an intelligent level intelligence level I was gonna do that but I started to and I thought oh wait hold on hold on this could actually turn out and form into a really good lesson for my for my human compadres my friends out there you guys listening you know that's another thing that um I aspire and try and try to adhere to in my life is um this is what makes and hope you hope you rise above you know the dust is that I'm constantly trying to see if there's something I can use in the form of a, I guess, a lesson to fashion to everyone and myself. In other words, if I'm still sounding stubborn when I speak something, what I will do is I will actually act like I'm a third party and it's somebody else talking like me, you know, or like that. How would I look at that person? (laughs) That was a fucking hard one to do. That underpass was definitely an overpass in the end. 
because it upgrades your soul, your heart, your wisdom, your thinking, your attitude, your energy, your um, conscious mind to supreme levels of um, awareness. <laughs> because first and foremost, you are aware that you are being a dumbass. <laughs> you know, and and uh, it's all freaking hard to. And, once you're aware of it, or no, once you even see it, and then you feel it, you know, who knows what goes from there. Everybody's life's points, journeys are totally different, but they're not. The one thing that we all have in common is our heart. That's cool. It's pretty bitchin', huh? Fuck yeah, it's bitchin'. I mean, could you imagine just being yourself no matter where you are, who you're with, where you're at, at any given time? And you're totally loved and accepted and beautified and glorified and illuminated. That's you. You're the star. Yeah. And you shine like one too. You feel like one. You breathe like one. You eat like one. You smell like one. You taste like one. You walk like one. You sniff like one. You cough like one. You know, you hark like one. You know, that's that's how important you are. And But that's what I'm saying. That lesson, you know, was under that, you know, whilst going through the underpass, sure made it, you know, worthwhile in the end on the overpass. That's what I'm, you know, trying to construct to you. <clears throat> okay, we can quit the lesson of the... Ew, I left my cigarette backwards. Okay, and move on to what we're talking about. So, um, today I went and, um... I got my brother a get well card and then I went to a really special um, chocolate candy specialty store and I bought him like 10 chocolates and then I went to a 99 cent store oh where that's where I got the cards I got him some uh, Benadryl for um, allergic reactions and that's anything like Benadryl and stuff like that it always it de-swells the tissue and it allows the muscles, the, the um, topical nerves under that just to say to the tissue, okay, we're stepping down, we're coming down off the steps. You know, in other words, get out of my way, you can relax. And so that's, I got him two um, packs of um, Benadryl and um, and I wrapped it in a pretty yellow bow, um, a cloth bowl. And then I um, put a little tiny <laughs> felt green alligator on there it's so it'd be looking at it when he woke up like hi and um then I propped his card up and um you know because there's no use of trying to make a connection to the heart or the soul if it's not genuine I mean we all know what that's about Y'all know when you're a little kid and there's an adult in the family that you're introduced to and you know that that fucker hates your guts. You just know. Or when you see that first time your first nemesis on the playground or walking home from school, that that dickhead. I mean, you know, you're thinking, I've never even met that guy. and He's a fucking dick or creep. Sorry. He's a freaking creep. For those of you who don't cuss, you know, um, I wasn't making fun of it, but I was being like, that's how you would think. Anyways, um, fast forward, or um, onwards. Everybody has that notion and experience. I don't care who it is, what it is, or who you are, or for you came, or whence you're going, or for you're going, actually. Fro, anyways, I don't want to do this fro thing, because I'm going to get it all afroed up with my whole freaking energy. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, can we get a ding for that? 
And that's real. That's not um, a recording. Okay. Anyways. Um, can we get a buzz for that? Uh. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's the me buzzle clock time. I'm writing that shit down too. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. The me buzzle clock time. So I need to make one. Uh, uh, I'm recording. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Moi. Buzz. Not o'clock. <laughs> I won't say it all that. Time. Okay. Aga. Aga. <laughs> oh, DJ. So. While we're st- while whilst we're still searching our files and our memory bank, please stay tuned for the upcoming potties. <laughs> Okay, so who has the correct answer? Alice in Wonderland? Alice goes that goddamn rabbit hole? Or Jenny Benny? Um, sir, yeah, me, Jenny Benny. I would like to speak for the rest of us, if y'all don't mind. I do believe I have their consent since we're in live air. Yes, I do. I would just like to say, uh, state for the record that neither one of us has a goddamn clue of what we were talking about. <laughs> Let alone, who the fuck is Jenny Benny? <laughs> okay, that concludes this part of our show for Jen's podcast at uh, gmail.com it's actually podcast questions and answers at gmail.com right get that shit tattooed on your forehead cause that's what you're gonna remember every time you go and you change your life you know in fact once you start changing your life you can erase that that gmail address and put your own flank in there what now huh no more walking the plank you know what I'm saying no more living on the razor's edge of society. You, you know. So. Um, ingratiating good things in your life at one little tiny, you know, whisper at a time. Doss a good thing. You know. Whether it be in secret, in private, or just non-verbal existence, just pure ether, you know, any one of those choices, and see, that's what's really super cool about, you know, you know, accepting your own soul, and, and who, accepting who you really are, you know what I'm saying, like a little kid, you see, you're not thinking, you're not all socially conscious, but like, oh, this or that, if you are, then that's on a different type of level, because it's of, um, you know, usually abuse from at home, but we're talking once you step outside the how, outside the house, you know, that's who you really are when you're alone or with, you know, your friends. That's, that's the juice. That's the cream of the creme de la creme, you know, cream of the crop is your original you. Who knew? You know what? You're going to know. I know because um, I'm trying to ingratiate myself with my soul. And how we got here, we have no idea. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's not the blind leaving the blind. It's the good leading the excellent. Um, you know, ponder on those quarries for a little bit and see if you can't seek out a diamond within your own roof. And buff. Aga. So, when uh, <clears throat> my brother finally got to, back to my, my ill brother, when he finally did come to late today or in the afternoon, whatever, whatever, <laughs> um, I went in there to check on him. I said, hey, I go, um, how are you feeling? He was still completely groggy. He could hardly move because one shoulder was in um, profuse pain. But um, it looked like the redness had gone down. However, the swelling of his hands magnified by at least five times. He couldn't even bend his fingers. And um, his um, sleep um, arrhythmia was complete, completely, you know, foreshaking off of his emotional, um, you know, stable ground. It, it sucks, you know. He was really shook up, and, and I was too. After I realized that, you know what, Jen, you can't be a dick while you're trying to be nice to someone. That's what I was saying, being genuine about. <clears throat> there's no use of doing anything for yourself good if you're not going to be real about it and honest to yourself, to you. This is how you do it. This, oh, I, oh hold on. <laughs> you guys are going to like, you're going you know, to like this. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. You're going to take a note and you're going to say, this is how I do it. And you know what? By the time you get done with that note, I can guarantee you your life is going to change wholeheartedly in the future now. Just because you even took the time to do that. You've got it aced in the bag. You've already won the race. <clears throat> you know, I'm just waiting for you to come run up beside me so I can <clears throat> pass the baton. Or, yeah. I was going to say battalion. No, the old days, yeah. <clears throat> but, um, so I was telling my brother when he came to this morning, I said, hey, I go, Jay, can I tell you something real quick? And he goes, huh? I said, um, do you know how that last night you were saying when you ate all that candy? He said, I'm going to die tonight from all the candy I've eaten. And, <clears throat> and I said, remember how I told you that your words have massive power? And I go, Remember I did a, con a counter react to that, what you said? And I said, no, you're not. You know what? You were going to die because of what you went through. Had it not been for my power of words saying, no, you're not. Right after that, that prevented you from going any further into shock. And then I said, and also, you know, when you get mad and you, you um, cuss things out and say, come on, bitch. I said, um, I want you to realize that everything you say or you do, or especially say, you are speaking power and bringing forth something of some type of ill existence towards you, on you, in you, against you, and for you to be against you. That's it. So you're drawing up something that is a bitch to come up. You're you're um like uh you're um you're toe to toe, you know. You're square to square. You're face nose to nose. You're face to face, and you are literally um patronizing the universe's energies 
and you're calling up real bad energies and that that energy could place your life in any form of chaos at any time without due cause or without any warning because you already you threatened it you provoked it you stood up to it and you challenged it and you weren't fucking afraid and you didn't back down and you fucking meant it so i was telling my brother now do you see and understand because there was no ex, um, explainable cl- cause and clause or cause as to why my brother had this um you know hyper allergic reaction to something or someone anything you know no explanation at all first time in his whole life and in my life that I ever saw my brother do that or have that so i told him do you see why i i keep telling you with all due respect that your words have so much power had i not um sent a counter you know reaction to what you said how you you know what maybe if i wasn't around and you were around somebody else and you said that maybe you probably would have died you're calling forth powers to do you really bad stuff i don't care what you call it whether it's power karma um negative feedback um energy you know atoms lightsabers anything like that um you know mind movies anything like that you are actually literally telling i want this to be done to me oh yeah and i want this um uh probable cause to happen to me too in the worst way with no freaking help because i think you know i think i'm a badass and i don't give a fuck so that's what negative talking negative is so he he actually looked like for the he was like listening He didn't like say god you're so stupid or anything nothing. He was really quiet. And um you know, I know when my twin is really quiet and when you say something that he'll normally shoot down. For some people they have to go through um a pretty traumatizing experience to to look at life in a different view and speak of light in a different way. That light is you. To speak of your light in a different way would do you you know so much more then uh do you harm it won't do you any harm if you speak your light bright and right <laughs> right and remember speak your light bright and oh don't forget height so that's what this party is about hence the title the power of words um If you can just change one negative thing that you say out loud when something pisses you off, angers you, you know, slights you, you know, um, undermines you, um, backhands you, you know, backsass you, sass back, anything like that that's of a negative um, you know, um vibration in just remember when you do that that vibration that it's not even a freaking vibration anymore it's just a straight fucking metal arrow and it just goes two ways to you and to hate to you and to hate that's fucked up because every time that arrow leaves your body your presence your mouth your your heart that arrow goes straight into the abyss and the odyssey of hatred Well, we all know about, you know, um about how, you know, gravity was founded by Newton, right? And the apple that fell from the tree on his head. That's uh gravity. 
gravity has to come back at some point, sometime, for real, without doubt, whether you're in heaven, hell, or none of the above, or an eternal life source. (laughs) It all comes back to you. So what you're sending out will go and either pierce, ricochet, or crash into it and come back at you. But all those words I said on pretense, crash, crash, ricochet, or, um, you know, smash, those, any of those words that describe where your arrow is going come before the actual karmic lesson. Fuck! (laughs) That's why they say, you know, karma's a bitch. Because not only are you scooping up, eating, and your fucking dick swallowing for that entire fuck up you did, but you're making up, you're making it up to society when at the end of these key points and lessons in life that come thwart you, at the end of these lessons, when you finally say, okay, I'm ready to accept my fate and I'm ready to say I am a beautiful, intelligent, kick-ass of a person, that is what is um, deemed for society. That's, that's your gift to society. And society's gift to you is waiting for your heart to come out. That's bitching. Aren't you glad I'm here today? Yay. Hey, aren't you glad you're here today? Hey, I'm glad that you're here. That's for sure. So just try not to forget how important your words are. If you want those words to come back and fascinate you, tantalize you, seduce you, seduct you, engulf you, you know, um, and grace you and capture you. If you want any good thing to come back, send, make sure that you send those, um, arrows, loose them arrows in such a kick-ass way. It'll make Robin Hood look like, you know, maybe a duck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's the difference. The, these key components that you get as rewards after the fact of hard duties and lessons in life are, um, kind of like, um, being gods and goddesses and walking on air. It's really fun. It's about time and you're worth it. Okay. Okay. Take care. And so we're going to do a small recap on the lictionary. What did we learn today from the lictionary people? We learned witchinisms. Witchinisms are a detailed list of my personal, um, checkpoints that I go down before I blow my lid or, um, the volcano starts to cry. And then we also came up with a new word for my lectionary today with the words stickinisms. Stickinisms are the yuckies in life that you can't even divorce. You can't divorce it in your mind, your heart, your soul, your physical being, no matter what. Those things and people and energies suck. Those ones are, they swallow, okay? Those are the swallowers, the swallowers, the stickinisms in life. Okay, and then, um, oh yeah. The me buzzle clock time. <laughs> These are all my notes. All right, universe. I love you. Thank you for a beautiful, you know, temperature and um, day and night last night. And thank you for healing my brother. And thank you for helping and healing me and teaching me. And thank you for everyone that listens to me. So mode it be. Namaste.